0: everyone welcome back bets golf here for the 2024 at t pebble beach pro-am i'm fired up andy we got pebble beach in a prime time spot no football what's going on buddy yeah good two weeks here with uh that's just i don't know some people poop on the course people
1: poop on every course people poop on pebble what do we people... do no, I mean, people poop on the event more than the yeah. course. Like, hey, why, why are we using such a good course for such a shitty event? And we'll get into that. We'll talk about the differences. But, yeah, I, I do love the Cali Swing. Obviously, great two weeks heading from Pebble into TPC, Scottsdale, into the Waste Management, even with the Super Bowl that week. You know, like, it ends – in the afternoon, you hit your winner, you get like a little bit of a respite, and then you go hit the nacho tray and start watching the, the big game. I don't know if we're allowed to say Super Bowl. I, I think that, there's a lot of yeah. rules around that. But you no know, fun one last week, and again, the the never-ending streak of long shots win. The leaderboard was very European-centric for a while. Yeah. We talked about this a little off-air. Just like everybody I bet outright was kind of there, just couldn't quite get anything done. Uh, my one-and-done was O'Bear. Obviously super disappointed in some of the putting. He still managed essentially – I think it was T9. I'm not – T9 or T11. Either way, it was it was good enough to get a bunch of money. The The nice thing about the one-and-dones right now is, like, no one has picked a winner, basically. In, yeah. You know, any of them, unless you're in a huge event, a uh, huge contest and someone has, like, uh, gotten real squarely with it. But, you know, just just getting guys through the cut and getting guys near the top of the leaderboard has been – putting you in the money, any one and done I'm in, I'm in the money basically just by getting three top 20s. So I, I need to pop one though. You need to pop one to to start to solidify yourself. We'll talk more one and done later, but otherwise uh, fun outside of the cheating controversy at the very end. I don't know. Quick thoughts on that before we get into AT&T.
0: Yeah. I mean, the uh, O'Bear thing personally, we were like, Frustrated because we had O'Bear outright. So I think a lot of people missed like yeah. short putts too because like we just didn't see them all, and we had the O'Bear stuff like back to back. Are you referring to him like stepping behind his ball to? Uh, to yeah, uh, the fr- it's it's Matthew hard to tell. Like, Pau- like, Pavon yeah, Pavin he, he 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 stepped behind his ball. It was a little unnatural looking, but it's hard to yeah. tell where
1: exactly the ball was too. But um, the fact that he was able to get that much spin and have that set down for him kind of indicates like he had a either it was either the perfect shot one in a hundred shot out of that rough or he was able to get some of that grass trampled down so it is what it is golf is sports is cheating so people do (laughs) if you're not cheating you're not trying whatever congrats to him congrats to france and yeah we're on to on to the at&t which as we said was kind of looked down on because it was not only a full field event, it, it was – so you get 156 guys and you don't even get them in the in the groups of three. You get them in two-man groups. Every single one of them had an amateur with him. So every single one of those guys is playing like a six-hour round on three courses for the whole freaking weekend almost. Yeah. And it, it was kind of a grind to watch because it's like, uh, oh, good, like a shot of Macklemore. Yay, that's mm-hmm. what I want. I kind of want to see the golfers I bet on. Um, there was some angles to be had with guys who don't play well when they're toting an amateur with them. There are some guys that uh, have done well in pro-ams. I don't know. They just get more time to think about their shots, I suppose. Uh, you know, their amateur is hacking out of the rough True. for four. Um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited about this. It's down to, I think this said the max. It's like max of 90 in these, although I don't think they'll ever get there considering how they're putting people in. So it's going to be like a field of 80. The amateurs go home after two rounds. We're ex-naying Monterey. It's just Spyglass and Pebble for today or Thursday and Friday, and then Pebble Beach for Saturday and Sunday. But still no cut. So every you're you're gonna get some six out of sixes. Your outrights are gonna see the weekend unless they true you no know, withdraw.
0: Yeah. So I'm even mad that this says ATT and on the top of our screen because we are disrespecting. This is a crap event historically but it is an amazing golf course it's a really good course it's a great golf course it can bring in any type of golfer there's some challenging par fives the weather is going to be an issue here like spyglass like we remember playing you know tiger woods golf and spyglass was a fun course to play on uh it, so yeah you you kind of touched on it there like the event has been like just crap, especially on Saturday when the majority, like the non-grinders like us, are tuning in. The casuals are yeah. tuning in on Saturday, and you can't see the best guys because maybe they're on Monterey. We don't have shot link, we don't have cameras, or maybe they're on no. High Glass, and we have to watch, you know, Larry the Cable Guy and Carlton Banks Uh, and like <laughs> Bill Murray. And like I just, I just want to watch the best guys, and the best guys aren't even here. We can't even incentivize the best guys to come to one of our country's best golf courses because six hour rounds ams all of it and now it's on Saturday we're gonna get the best in on the tour not the best in the world anymore because that's a different conversation that's you yeah know, we have you know two tours but the best on tour at one of the most beautiful golf courses without amateurs we have just the best and you know competing and I, I I love that so that actually I think creates a very interesting handicap element this week that we have to get into on top of all the other stuff is that you have like some strong course history you have some strong like you know guys that continue to play well here but like a lot of the best just don't come so what does that mean like how sticky is that in relation to like and there's just some guys that seem like great fits or they're great golfers but like they haven't done well here and you look at anything in terms of course history stuff it is a little stickier so like that added layer i think makes handicapping this event pretty cool and pretty interesting this week too because it's just a little bit unique
1: yeah, it is our first
0: signature
1: small field, no-cut event. We'll fee- see how we feel about that. But, I mean, you're right. it's it is disres- It it's kind of feels disrespectful to a course that's had, like, what, six U.S. Opens? Basically, every 10 years we have the U.S. Open here, and then we use it in, in season for just one of the stupidest Worst kind months. of events that we can put together. Obviously, this time of year with the sun going down a little earlier, it makes sense to, to have the multi-course rotation like we do. So I don't hate that they're still using – spyglass i sure. guess but at the same time if they just went with 80 people they wouldn't and no amateurs they wouldn't have to they could just use pebble beach for four round i'm fine Spyglass is anyone i've talked to who's ever played spyglass actually says they kind of like it even I, I think most people even like it better than pebble as far as going and playing it obviously i've played it on, on the on mm-hmm. the games too it is a fun course two great tracks like you said, course history does sort of matter, but it's gonna get weird because of the fields that we've had in the past. Like, didn't Hoagie win here two years ago? Cash the like, Hoagie
0: here two years at sixty. Yeah, like 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 Hoagie's
1: not winning against this field,
0: you know. But even worse, like Vaughn Taylor is one here and like yeah. you know, Nick Taylor, like Nick Taylor's at least won you know one last year. But like, you know, when you go back into those types of of guys have won here like what was that field now like Speeth has been here every year because he's got his at t uh, you know ties and has to be here mm-hmm. uh hovland was here last year like you get a like just a, a little sprinkling of the top of the board but you don't have everyone and now we do so that is is i think really interesting so maybe there's an advantage to be had on on that with guys that have been here before uh but like i don't know we saw that last week too it's like hey you got to go to the farmers all the time to be able to you know navigate tory and like i'll be hammering aubert at the farmers at tory every year until that guy hangs it up he just feels built for that course so like sometimes i i'm not going to discredit rory or scotty or uh, morikawa because they've never come here really uh, outside of like a handful of you know u.s no Open i'm to, gonna you know i'm gonna discredit morikawa for completely different
1: reasons <laughs> <laughs> i'm not and i guess i love him I know I do. I do love them outside of one thing and maybe a good segue into this. And this is this is the, the weather right? right now. My entire timeline is still talking about the Lions game or <laughs> but part of them have transitioned over to the Sunday weather. Um It is a smaller field. I, you know, uh, they could go in threesomes on Sunday and get some. Get some earlier tea times, I suppose. But I mean, the whole day kind of looks dicked. Monday looks bad. You're not going to finish this on Tuesday, most likely. We had a Monday I, finish here last year. Yeah. I, so the weather looks fine. And granted, we're sitting here on a Tuesday morning playing amateur me- meteorologist. We got a long yeah. time. Sunday could come and go. And honestly, if the rain misses and it's just really windy, they'll still, play. I mean, they're going to play. Even if it's just drizzly and it's just really, really windy, you're just going to see terrible terrible carnage because of you know the playing into some of these coastal holes with like 50 mile an hour gusts it could be very interesting and that that is one of the like oh maybe this is a knock on murakawa at this point but yeah the weather at this current juncture looks horrible for sunday and i mean you always do get some wind here but now it's looking like wind plus rain and honestly it's it's kind of cold this is further up the coast than all the other cali tracks really and mm-hmm. i mean it's it's kind of going to be a little chilly especially in the mornings here as well
0: yeah no you'll see guys with beanies on and you'll see some thick layer stuff and you know maybe some uh like snow pants uh type vibes going on out there which would be what would be interesting so it makes sense to me and i was surprised to read this because you think you know i've heard some yeah. people obviously you're going to have spyglass is different spyglass has fewer holes that are uh you know along the coast you have a little more tree line protection there but some of the stuff that i read in player quotes from previous years have talked about weather specifically like wanting to be at pebble instead of spyglass for some bad weather stuff which is not necessarily how my brain would think having just exposure to more stuff so maybe it's the lay of how the courses are and how like the typical winds come and maybe they're like crosswinds versus downwind or into the wind and stuff like that. So that goes against what I would think. Um, so I would be very careful around like trying to, you know, that's probably more of a DFS discussion, maybe even matchups, matchups, they're all going to be in the same course, but like trying to get real cute on thinking I have a better weather advantage with my guys at Spyglass versus what I have at Pebble. Cause that doesn't seem to be what's matched up. I think it was a Rose quote and a Spieth quote that I saw that were talking about that. And I was, they both caught me off guard. Cause I'm like, that doesn't make sense intuitively based off of the, you know, where they are on the coastline. So yeah, again, 48 hours out, Andy, it's really hard. And the other thing too is like spyglass
1: is going to be Thursday or Friday where the weather doesn't look nearly as bad. So, yeah. it, you know, the bad weather, everyone will be on Pebble beach at that point. Um, Let's talk the courses real quick differences between spyglass and pebble. <laughs> One's harder. I mean, and the reason it's harder is because this isn't, like we mentioned, the setup that you get for Pebble when they set it up for, you know, the, the U.S. Opens, it's a little different than that, a little easier. But yeah, Spyglass will play tougher.
0: Yeah, and weather I think has been, uh, I think is fluctuated maybe what the yeah. average score is. But yeah, both really, like some commonalities too, like both really short courses. Uh, you know, you're less than 7,000 yards from the tips for Pebble, you just don't have a lot of, uh, you know, seven par 72, uh, you know, 6,900 yard courses on the tour these days. Again, you're going to hear postage stamp greens, really small greens, both places. Uh, you the smallest, I think, uh, fifth smallest for spyglass. So again, like that matters. Ron's talked, talked a little bit on our Monday preview show about the rough being grown out a little bit more this year, which I think is interesting. Maybe that part of it is too. Like they're, They've been reluctant to do that because of the, uh, you know, lower level amateurs in the field. And maybe, so again, like the you're having some of the top line executives and like most of the amateurs are are like pro athletes uh, in the field. You know, you have the Rodgers and Brady and Larry Fitz and, and stuff like that playing. So maybe we have the rough grown out a little bit. Maybe that gets a little bit more uh, dicey in terms of with the weather too. Maybe you have less rollout here. But again, like you had a lot of short irons into these places. Uh, the greens are harder to hit. Uh so you have a little bit of scrambling matter, you know, you're putting on these POA greens we saw last week, you know, putting on California POA when you look at like lowest percentage of putts made, you know, inside 10 feet. Like it wasn't just Oberg, like I was saying last week or uh obear uh, a lot of guys were missing short putts. now had a you know, made a mess of the greens. Uh there's a lot of other guys that struggle there too. So you're gonna see that too. <clears throat> some guys missing some uh some short putts here. So that makes it a little bit tougher. Greens will be a little bit slower too because the amateur stuff, but uh Yeah, again, fairways are easy to hit. You see a higher than average fairway hit rate here too. Uh, So, you know, mitigates distance too because you have a lot of less than driver stuff off the tee. Yeah, there's some, and uh, Palfrey here in the chat's asking, not a bomber track.
1: Spyglass can be, especially when the winds are down. Like you are going to gain an advantage with your distance there. But yeah, both of them being a little short, it is a little more, second shot courses, it is a little more just fighting with the elements and obviously really, really finding these greens. And then, you know, it, 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 I say finding the greens and we mentioned how small it is, like it's still, it's an impossible task to hit a really high percentage for greens and regulation here. It just, it is how it is when you play in these these conditions with these size greens. So, I mean, short game, chipping, wedge play, all that's really going to come into play. And obviously, the the POA presents its own challenge for certain people where, yeah, I mean, honestly, sometimes it's just like, uh, sometimes you see a bad putter. It's like, oh, that's not a good line, but just the bumpiness. Sometimes it just takes some putts in. Honestly, I think, I don't know if POA is a skill. I I know, I know for sure it is. I, I shouldn't say that. Like POA, POA putting is for sure a skill, but man, sometimes it just seems to like invite variance with like, Hey, just, you know, this isn't something where you're, you're very much finding the perfect line trying to find that outside lip of the hole and watching this fall, it's, it's almost like some guys are just looking for a range and just saying the bumpiness is going to be what it is. And I'm going to, I'm going to find my way near the hole and hope this falls, especially like last week, how many short ones we saw, you know, over the course of all these, basically anything that isn't just pure bent, there's, there's the graininess, there's the bumpiness. And it's tough because it's very, very hard to predict.
0: Outside of the places on tour that have that uh whatever the you know the the wasteland area where it's you know essentially bunkering, but they don't call it bunkers. So you can, you know, you can ground your club without a, a penalty stroke. Uh outside of those, most bunkers on tour are here at Pebble. A lot of fairway bunkers too. So that's another thing that kind of adds to the clubbing down. Um uh, driving accuracy about 72% the last couple of years. Just, you know, one of the higher rates on tour. Now again, uh greens and regs. One of the lowest on tour, at 63%. So, again, even though – because they're smaller greens. So, no matter where you land off the tee, even into the fairways uh, or, you know, into the rough, it's it's just been hard to, to hold the greens here. So, uh, Ron has in his preview here over 46% of the approach shots here are under 150 yards, which, is again, not usual on tour either. And a lot, like, from 100 to 125, even, you know, 50 to 75, depending on, on where you're at. I'm interested to see how the weather – um impacts that in terms of like rollout when you hit the fairway but again like you know with the speed quote was dart throwing contest let's see who can make the most putts so uh we haven't had like runaway scores they've been you know in terms of your know, average score you've been in the mid to high teens here which isn't crazy pretty average on tour so um you know even though we've had the sometimes we've seen like we had the Amex, when you have the am element you get those slower greens softer nicer pin placements that hasn't always been the case here again the weather could complicate things so yeah that's uh again i just i love that we're gonna get beautiful golf on tv and the best in the world and uh i don't i don't mind a a putting contest uh it's that it's a good thing that that doesn't matter necessarily to me so (laughs) polo experience is a thing and the thing is
1: about this being a putting contest it's not going to be a putting contest in the way that like detroit or yeah. Minneapolis. AMX went up yeah. to almost 30. Well, you know, where, where, where yeah. it would be like, oh, these guys are just really hitting it pure on the greens, and they're making yeah. a bunch of 20 footers, and it's some some rando. Like you can't, you're not invited to this putting contest unless you're hitting a bunch of greens. Like you still have to be it's true of completely. a certain level off the tee and of a certain level with your second shot to be even invited to this putting contest that probably will occur. So it it is harder, I suppose with this field right now being such a top notch field to, to get into that part. So um, quick, before we get into, we'll start talking some stats that matter and start building our model. I do have to thank our sponsors pool genius. Maybe if you read the newsletter, you've seen some of the stuff they're contributing, but um, team rankings pool genius. They've been having, uh, products for One and Done, or excuse me, NFL Survivor and you know the March Madness bracket stuff for a while. So it's a nice way to add a little science and data to your One and Done process this year. They have One and Done Picks product right now. It's free. It's free until February 11th. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes. You can try their product. It'll give you customized pick advice based on the size of your pool, which tournament and which past picks you've used. So it, it's not just, here's some advice. It is custom advice for you um, the, the finished product will let you have multiple one-and-done entries in there so it can give you customized advice whether in multiple pools for you. So it's going to give you data-driven pick grades, highlighting your best strategic options, and again, limited time free trial until February 11th. So a couple weeks from now. Sign up now. Check it out. Visit PoolGenius.com. And like I said, there will be links in the show notes and YouTube description and we're on to some stats that matter for this one.
0: Yeah, uh, sharing it on screen again. The tool is really cool, so yeah, definitely check that out. Go in the show notes and uh, and dig in there. Also, want to tell folks too, if you have you know, seen on Twitter from our house account or from uh, Ron at PGA Splits One Hundred One, we have uh, a really cool way for you to get access to all that we're doing over at BetSports Golf through our friends over at Vivid Picks. Uh, if you are not familiar, Vivid Picks is a a DFS site out there like some of the other ones you're probably familiar with where lots of different games i believe there's going to be vivid picks plays for pga this week uh we've been uh waiting for those we should have an article on the site for that as well but again you can go over and go to this this is a free article on the site or you can go into your app store download vivid picks use promo code bets golf for a five dollar deposit and play simply deposit five bucks you can do super bowl props you can do golf stuff whatever uh, and that's going to give you access to all that we're doing over at BetSports Golf for the entire season for free. They will match your first deposit up to $250. So if these are games you like to play. You like to play on, you know, uh, underdog. You like to play on prize picks, some of the other ones that are in the space. Uh, this is a thing for you. Take that first deposit match up to 250 That's better than anyone else is doing out there in the market as well. And I would tell you, Vivid's got a cool social element. Like if you can, like you follow me on there too. We get an odds boost bump on the plays that we tail each other with. We're going to have uh Betts Golf specific odds boost plays. So there's going to be some cool features to take advantage there as well. If you just want to take advantage of the loophole to get access to what we're doing for an annual sub for five bucks, do that too. Uh, you get more information here in the show notes. And again, this is a, uh, a free article there on the site. If you're watching on YouTube again, download vivid picks, use promo code BetSports Golf. And for five bucks, you got to play $5 too. And as soon as you play five, Within about 24, 48 hours, you get an email to access your Betsports Golf subscription. So it's only available in about 28 states. They're listed here on this uh, article as well. If you are not in one of those states, simply DM us on Twitter, at Betsports Golf, Andy, myself, uh, Ron, at PGA Splits 101, and we'll hit you with a promo code to take advantage of a discounted month for 50% off or a nice discount on the year. As well to get access. It's a this is an affiliate deal. I can't get you a five dollars subscription for uh, just for DMing us, but we'll get aggressive and make sure you can get access to the rabbit hole, which we are going to use now to, uh, to build our model, which I'm really really excited about here. Yeah, let's uh let's
1: fire into some stats that matter. And I guess where do you want to start? Because like you said, we're we're dealing with the same kind of bullshit we had to deal with the last couple of weeks. So you, you got multiple sure. tracks, multiple courses. So it's going to be a little tricky. Um, I don't know what you want to anchor with. Maybe some ball striking, maybe some T to green. I think T to green might be your anchor point for the week as far as setting a baseline because that's going to be so important
0: for, uh,
1: again, keeping keeping yourself above water, keeping yourself in contention for something here.
0: This is always a fun conversation. I like this first conversation because I like the anchor piece where we are making sure that we capture a high-level strokes gains number to kind of like anchor our fields but i love i love this dialogue so i don't think it's strokes in total because i think we want to capture poa specifically right now we can either do t to green because i think t to green is relevant because around the green matters i think in a specific in a big way this week because that's, that's kind of
1: where i lean that way
0: or do we want to do some sort of you could do ball striking which are just capturing approaching off the t and then capture short game strokes game short game or putting specific like i think there are, are numerous ways to go about it this week that i think are all viable i would love to get um do you, do you ever think that way in terms of like because i think i want to give a little bit more weight than normal to around the green so if i i, I don't want to get in spot where... I, i'm
1: full agreement that's why i said t to green okay. rather than rather than just using total i okay. think uh just because it's going to be like the journey there is the most important part Right, the the putting's high variance, but like if you're not if you're not ranking high in tee to green, finding your way to these greens in you know, in regulation, finding nice, it doesn't have to be all fairway finders, but at least good enough shots where your second shots are giving you a chance. Obviously, with the with the par fives, putting yourself in a position to score on the par fives because you have to, like yeah. that's that's gonna be big. So I
0: I, I like uh, tee to green here. Okay. Tina Green, I'm uh, right now on 12 months last 50 rounds. You can see if you can do lots of different drop downs here in the view menu. Uh, We have a million uh, conditions to filter in, which we'll get into as well, just to give people an overview. We're defaulted to rank here to show where people rank in these key stats, Uh, but you can look at their average, their total strokes gains. I love percent of rounds gained to give you an understanding of how consistent someone is in a certain metric as well. You have the ability here to download all this data into a CSV, create a bunch of models, cut it up however you'd like. You wanna see our models for the week, you can go into this tab and do that as well. Lots of different ways. If you want just course history, you can go into this course uh, tab and just pull up. I wouldn't recommend that for this, but you know, people love course history and uh, you can do that here as well. So we will anchor with T to green. I'm gonna add this to my column. Uh, you can make a note here if you'd like, I'm gonna skip that. Uh, but I'm looking at the last 50 rounds in this uh everyone in this field t green is our anchor
1: all right I'm, I'm making it full screen i'm going full screen there you Make go okay bigger. yeah no i like it
0: so uh pick my nose yeah. off camera and I sh- can share more all right perfect all right now now, what else do we want to do any of the strokes gains metrics or do you want to get into some of the more uh granular views and like what do we want to do off the tee uh ron is adamant that off the tee is this is a week for uh good drive percentage uh, that makes sense to me. Uh, Good g- drive percentage is is on fours and fives, the number of fairways hit, uh, plus the number of greens and reg when the drive was not in the fairway, off the tee, um, divided by the number of fours and fives. So again, like it it captures, uh, even if you're a little wayward off the tee, is your is your drive still, uh, your your approach shot still a green and reg? yeah i was
1: gonna say we need to make two two choices here because you don't want to you don't want to put too much into one of these models you don't want to start double counting everything so we do need to see like i think maybe and there's a million ways to skin a cat obviously but the way i like to do it is keep it keep it tight not more than five six you know things in one of these unless you really want to get something crazy granular and those are fun too but i like where we're at i like you know, it's, it's been a few, what, four shows that we've been doing this now, building these together. You pick something off the tee. There's a million ways to look at approach. You pick something there, and then you pick a few more granular things that need to be added to go with the anchor. Like, obviously, you know, one off the tee, one from approach, and three more things with our anchor point gets you to six. I think that's probably a good spot to be. So I'm with you. Greens, or excuse me, good drive gain percentage. It's a way to measure kind of accuracy plus just, you know, strokes gained off the tee essentially yeah. in, in a, a roundabout way so i think that's a good one to use here my mind is already
0: moved forward to like all the different ways to look at approach here all right i like it i want to circle back to that real quick because i think once we get in season because I, I agree with you i think less is more in terms of doing this because you can start to really double counts and you're almost like you can especially with like the conditions i mean look at if you're watching for the first time like a number of conditions you can filter by here is pretty wild uh when you start to overfit it's like all right we can these are short very short courses uh we have a strong field uh we got a no cut event on poa like all of a sudden your data set is so
1: small uh, yes yeah, like, here's four
0: here's four rounds that this guy's yeah. five years you gotta yeah you gotta back out five years and it's you're still getting small sample like oh and this is you know here's the uh you know, penalty for miss fairway, like you just, you could be looking at these things from an individual standpoint, I think is great. You can just look at it too. You don't have to necessarily add it to the model uh, as I scan down and look at all the different ways that you can do this. Some things that you obviously can't do anywhere else. Like, yeah, there's a ton of bunkers here, we're not adding sand saves to the model. Like it's not how uh, you should be building these things. Once we get into the season and maybe we'll have these conversations once we get a little bit more data and these guys are playing every week. In terms of adding more legs, uh, like you're talking about, hey, having five things. The only thing that I would start to add is I would mess around with sample size of the anchor. So like we talked about T. Green being the anchor. We did 50 rounds here. I would start to play around with, okay, what does 24 rounds look like? What does 16 rounds look like? And I would add those to the model and mess around with the weight size to get a sample of, okay, he's playing really good in the recent form. I still want to have long-term form captured, but I want to play around with like, smaller sample form stuff versus adding more granular stuff so i don't know what your thoughts are on that. i'm with you and that's something i do because it start looking at like all
1: right let's say we're at the sony the century they have one of the early ones it's like all right i want to see their last six months of golf and you realize like some of these top golfers played like one swing event yeah some you know some of these top golfers so you're catching like the bmw and one event in the fall when you're looking at that so you do need to look at a bigger sample size but i do like a more recent form it's just not something that's available to you when right. guys haven't played recently no i'm 100 with you once we get into you know the florida swing once we get into the middle part of the season i do want to start looking at like how is this guy played january february and obviously you know as, as that goes i keep that rolling Where I look at how is this guy playing over the last year, but how is he playing so far this season? How's he been playing over the last month or so? I do have like a rolling rolling form model I start to roll out once we get a little further in the season. So I'm with you there, but obviously for now, I got to look at a pretty big sample to try to anchor a guy
0: thousand percent and folks you can do this too if you want to go into the seasons up here you can literally just click 2024 again like to andy's point i wouldn't recommend that now you're getting a really small sample uh and you have the ability here and you can go into your saved rankings and you'll see here stuff that i have um you can pull stuff from i can pull into this report and, and bore you but you can save a ton you're not limited on the number of things that you can save in here uh you know i have a rolling off the t uh rolling approach rolling form Uh, you know, lots of stuff, uh, dozens and dozens saved. You're not limited on the number of uh, reports that you can save and just run weekly. So, all right. uh, We got off the team. We have our anchor captured. There are a million ways to capture approach. Again, we are capturing approach uh, in terms of T to green. uh, We can get into some of this stuff in terms of proximity, or we have the specific fairway or rough uh, proximity ranges that we can do as well. What are your thoughts? kind of just feel if you want to go real simple
1: on it uh something i put in my model so i kind of want to go different on this i went small greens past you know like past 18 months small greens greens and regulation like there's more than one course that has small greens but i had to go a little further back it's like how are guys playing it's tricky because all the different courses that have they're classified as small greens don't have the same conditions getting to that second shot So a little noisy there, but like how have been, you know, how have guys been at finding smaller greens? How are, how are guys with their irons, their mid range irons, their wedge shots? Like I think it encompasses a lot of different approach shots. So I did go greens and regulation percentage and I filtered it by small greens, but I mean, you could go a proximity number, you could go West coast proximity you go west coast approach like i, I don't know like i'll kind of let you run with that because i already i already went a little granular in my personal model for the week
0: i i did the same the west coast stuff now you can do it which is again you, you know you can literally right here in the event season you can go ahead and click west coast um the only problem with that is courses are so different um, i know it. that's the challenge like right riv is different than pga west is definitely different than uh you know what we have here in Tory, like there's just there's not a lot of i mean you have poa but we can capture Poa in a different way so again people have the ability to do that i think that's could be more of like to me more of like a form thing or who pl- historically plays well in hawaii type of stuff that you have the ability to to look at and chop up but yeah i did the same thing that you did uh i don't i don't mind doing that and let's find a different stat maybe to capture versus greens and right because i i did the same thing i looked at greens and rag on the small green so uh let's look at green size small and what do we get here last uh yeah, last 50 this recaptures that and you can tell Oh, i didn't pick it i didn't apply you can, yeah once you hit apply here this will update all the data you'll see you'll get this little red dot here that tells you you have a condition and it's listed here as well so that make sure you turn it off when you start to look at the rest of your stats here just and you can actually
1: exit out right there yep. when you want to get rid of it instead of having to go back in the filter Just for the sake
0: of of looking at it, what Andy did, um, this is what your top of the board looks like in this metric. Greens and Rag, last 50 rounds played. uh, We're not getting 50. Uh, I have a 16-round minimum, but if you kick this out to, say, 18 months like Andy did, you're going to get a little bit larger. Yeah, you're going to get probably 50 rounds from most guys. Pretty close. Uh, Aubert, Scotty, Finau, Morikawa, Kevin you. Uh, keep showing up. Tom Kevin Kim. Hughes. Yeah. Kevin Hughes.
1: Stay hot, buddy.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at some of this too. Like Kevin, you going for the green hit rate here. Top uh, proximity too. Like Kevin you is uh, down the board finishing position bet in terms of uh, what we have popping here. So again, that shows you who's who's there. Uh, Smalley, Vic, Glover, Denny, some guys that play here and play here often and perform well. Uh, so that makes uh, that makes, makes some success or makes some sense to me. Um, how about we go with uh, let's see if we have anything into the fairway because again, we have a higher than normal fairway hit rate. Um, uh, so let's go proximity off the fairway just to mix it up for you and see what happens here. Cam Young at the top of the board. Uh, interesting. So let's do this. Let's just see. Hey, Hoagie, we got a win here in the pass for Hoagie. Kirk Kitayama was in the mix here last year until he uh flopped in round four. Uh, Straka makes some sense to me here. So let's let's uh, Let's add that in. I want to see, too, just to show folks this fairway uh, buckets. This is where you get this, too. This is going to matter a lot this week in terms of uh, where guys go. This is overfitting a little bit to me because we're not getting a massive sample on some guys. So I'd probably take off the small greens and uh, and stuff there. But, yeah, that's uh, an important bucket. So we're going to add fairway proximity to our model. All right. I don't love that. But, again, just to, to look different and show people the things that they can do and, and see. What else do we want to do we want to do anything with uh around the green we want to do some power putting stuff
1: yeah i mean you either get granular on the putting or just look at short game um again i in my model i went just short game because there is going to be quite a bit of it's not difficult like if you do end up around the green and you need to chip you need it, it hasn't been overly difficult uh, we'll see what the rough looks like we'll see what the conditions look like we'll see how wet it is but I included short game over a decent size just to kind of encompass, like who has a good baseline for chipping and, you know, getting, getting up and down, honestly. So I yeah. put that in, we could look at poet putting, we could look at, uh, you know, West coast putting. We could look at uh, around the green Honestly, if you want to just go that direction and
0: say, putting is super hard to predict. So I'll leave, I'll leave that one up to you as well. Kevin, you, this is where Kevin, you goes to die. A strokes game, short game. Last 50 rounds, uh, dead last in the field. So, that's this is where this is a Kevin You story. He's got to throw darts. Uh, He's got to be hitting these greens. Which, again, that you know, it does kind of make sense, right? This is we we liked Kevin You as we just referenced because he showed up in the greens and rag in proximity. So, theoretically, like if he's in and dialed in and doing what we would expect him to do based off of that other metric, he would be missing fewer greens as well. Now, this is also capturing putting. As well, which is also not uh, going well for uh, for Kevin you or Tony Finau, which is definitely what we saw last week too. So, uh, baseline short game, last fifty rounds again. Short game capturing around the green and putting. JT Poston, Brian Harmon, Danny McCarthy, Mad McNeely. Again, you have, you know uh, drink every time you hear that Mad McNeely was uh, raised on this course. His dad has a you know, God. I Google Mad McNeely's home uh, on Pebble Beach. It's a uh, it's it's in the state. <laughs> It's nice. Uh, Sahith, Adam Scott, uh, Victor Hoblin, which is interesting. Uh, Vic, not this is the undoing of Vic for years, and here we are over a fifty round sample of Vic uh, popping big time on short game again, driven by his, his elite putting. But he's still, you know, top twenty two here in the field in uh, around the green over the last fifty rounds, which is pretty cool to see for for Hoblin. Uh, we're gonna get Hatton out of here. Uh, he is uh, no longer with us. <laughs> Uh, I know. I I mentioned that to Ron. I'm like,
1: God, should we pull Hatton? But technically he is not withdrawn from the tournament. No. Yeah. Even though he is, every sports book has him listed as like the fifth favorite in Mayakoba on the live tour. So Hatton will remain, I guess, in, until we actually hear him say I'm withdrawing, but I, I mean, it's, it's near certainty. So yeah, he, he would have been fine here. Um, yeah. Vic, there were some fake rumors too. We'll see where those lead. I mean, we've, we've I've had seen. rumors. We've had rumors for everyone. Like, honestly, it's only going to take one or two more guys to, to really put this deal finally to bed. Like the, eventually we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to make the deal there. Uh, Jay.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. What, what did we decide on for approach then?
0: I don't know. I, I, I mean, approach we did, but I, I or, putting in, yeah, putting around the green, like, I don't know the putting splits with POA I do think it matters, but um,
1: it could be a scoring. I mean, it could be
0: opportunities gained. I mean, you got to score on a par fours here, yeah. Because uh, again, like it, it's you have so many of them that matters a lot. Here's your par four. We have some more par four stats coming very, very soon. Um, right now, you've better in par four scoring average. Um, yeah, let's. I don't know what kind of sample. I just want to see what kind of sample. We get if we're looking at uh POA, uh, birdie or better on par fours. What kind of uh data do I need to get? Okay, so if I go last 18 months, 16 rounds, I'm getting three guys. Uh that's not getting it done for me. I don't like going back too, too far. Um, I'm not getting more than 40 guys, 50 guys. All right, 50 guys, but again, going back three years, that's a little bit noisy. Now, again, this is this checks out. Um, you know, Jason Day loves this place played very well you know we you know Homa rose won here last year xander the california kid Mulnady can putt his face off that's what he does well so that's a little bit of a noisy data set to me not something that i would want to mess around with so let's just go par four scoring par four birdie or better i don't even want to mess around with poa again you can do whatever you want i think looking at multiple things is is useful um, but yeah, I don't like to overfit stuff. I think we want to keep it simple. So right now I think we only have those four metric, anything else that you want to capture here in terms of, uh, of, uh, Pebble beach.
1: Um, I mean, people have pointed to bogey avoidance being important, you know, getting up and down when you do have the a problematic hole, because you're going to have some problematic holes where not everything goes right. They're both, even though, you know, Pebble is Pebble's still tough it still can be very tough. Yeah, um, people pointed, obviously, pole putting, if you want to get granular in that, the scrambling around the green stuff or we're kind of on that. Um, you know, other other than that's um, kind of I, I think I'm kind of happy with this one at this
0: point. OK, well, bogey points are not going to give it a lot of weight, but we're going to add it. And I think it because it does, I think, work well with the uh, birdie rate. Um, I think you kind of capture both sides of that. So. All right. Uh, you simply, we added all those. You, like you said, you can add notes. You simply hit this create mixed condition. Takes you to a new page where you can weigh these things out. How fast that is. We're streaming. Uh, we're still kicking butt. So we're going to do pebble betting show. Uh, what do we want to do our anchor? 30, 40%.
1: Yeah, 30. I mean, we we only have a few other things. I'd usually Mm -hmm. say 25, but there's not that many other things. And then you kind of decide how you want to weigh the rest of these. And the first two are going to be heavier. Like, probably 25, 25. I'm going to bump
0: that up. Yeah. All right. So we're 60. Uh, I got a little bit to spend down here. We'll do 20, 20 there, and then I'll give this 10. Okay. Um, I made it. Perfect. All right. Here, you can see here, too. I was like, I was saying, like, you know all these and we were rolling this out last year and messing around with some stuff there are you know i have things for these just some off the t models that i have we have stuff from uh you know last year like you know mexico the masters harbor town like you can go back and see like we're not limited on the ones that we uh um you know have shared for you guys and you don't have to like kick them out just you know here's driving accuracy uh, here's a driving overall um you can keep as many as you'd like here so gonna save this so you folks can view it as well if you wanted to see what we did we'll generate this model let's see what it spits out oh what did we miss 60 oh no I, I went way off here
1: <laughs> you're at 110 percent. yeah go 15 15 there you go yeah, there you go
0: that's 105 well, percent. hey it's
1: from Willy wonka
0: oh lucas glover now again we're glad we're grabbing this is to the point that we're making right we're getting glover's absolute heater uh in this because we don't have we're you know pulling the last 50 rounds um but again like he is the heater was nice Uh, so look hey 6500 dollars, lucas glover it hasn't been great since uh but again like that will filter itself out no scotty number two russell Hemley third victor holland fourth svensson
1: I don't got, think you can I don't think you can realistically make a model using you know any of the top 15 any combination of the top 15 things that matter here and not have Russell Henley pop up like every everybody's going to have Russell I'm probably going to bet Russell Henley it's a big number because it's a good field um yeah he's going to pop up he he is in my model as well in the top 5 I think
0: yep yeah. in here uh O'Bear we're not getting the Fairway proximity over fifty rounds for him. Uh, otherwise, it looks like he probably populated even a little bit higher here, which is interesting. Morikawa again, um, Cantley, Luke List, and Andy's boy Stephen who We didn't talk about you. Uh, did you bet Yeager last week? I don't think you did. Did you? No,
1: I talked. You had to about, be so happy I that was, he failed. wow oh, I mean Cal. Cal had a ticket on it, so I was like, oh, okay. I was a little bit, uh, you know, conflicted. I didn't want to cheer against Cal, but at the same time, I talked about Yegger and did not add him to the card. So that would have that would have stung. That was a yeah. uh, obviously an odd finish. Rory a little lower based on his good drive percentage. I don't know how far back this 50 round sample is going to go for him on the PGA tour. Probably, you know, I didn't play in the fall. You're probably looking into last spring. Yeah, he's still at that point he still had a little bit of that weird double miss. He'd get double crossed sometimes. He was still kind of dialing it in from when he added that distance. I'm trying to think back how far how far I was looking at him as far as a fade because of that at some spots. He's obviously a lot better right now. His, his drive has kind
0: of come back. Yeah, and last there were times over the last couple of years where like the Short wedges on approach were a problem for him. He's really dialed in there as of late. Uh, like elite, elite stuff from like 125 in, 150 in has been really, really good. Uh, always interesting to me to uh, flip the rank upside down and just see who is not doing well. Uh, hey, Matthew, <laughs> along. like we don't have a again, we're not getting a massive sample here, which is part of the problem. Matt McNeely, you're uh, going to be popular this week. He's growing up here a lot of the statistical stuff if you're not actually capturing uh course history here is not profiling very well taylor montgomery and uh Sheamus power being low or ever interesting to me I, montgomery is is interesting again really good at some of that like short wedge stuff can put his face off you know Seamus has played really well here historically too former former barbasol champion Seamus power <laughs> yeah uh Kidiyama, who uh, like i said earlier played well here Sahith, who can uh who can scramble for sure. So those are some interesting stuff. Jason Day just hasn't been playing really well. I think Ho- he- Hoygaard
1: is probably just a sample thing too. Obviously, he's playing very well. Yep. Jason Day rightfully down there. One, of the, more, one of the more popular one-and-done picks last week, uh, I couldn't have been happier <laughs> to yeah. see him at the top of the list for a few places because I'm like, man, I'm like 60-40. He missed his cut this week, and obviously he did. It was great.
0: You know, when we oh, yeah. shift to the uh the betting board. If we look at like you know, Chris is a baseline, um, you know, it is Rory and Scotty, uh, around eight. Let's call it, uh, there are shorter and longer numbers on each. Uh, Xander next, uh, you know, basically 12. There are some uh there's shorter numbers out there as well. Vic around 12. Then you get into Speeth, Homa, Cantley, Morikawa. Those guys are all some all basically 20 around 20 or shorter for the most part. Um, I would call that the top of the board because it's a little bit of a teardrop, you know, JT down there next, uh, then you get into, you know, some of the 30s or so on some of these other guys. Um, Any thoughts that you have in terms of top of the board or uh, anyone in consideration for you here?
1: Yeah, JT is a guy I kind of looked at. I mean, you don't just, you don't just suddenly lose. Like it was, it was a tough 2023, but, I've seen glimpses. There's been glimpses now. Yep. you know, at, at a fair number like that, at over thirty to one. Kind of, I'm kind of looking his way. Obviously, Scheffler and Rory leading the field. I, it feels like Victor should be closer to their number rather than Sander. Agree. The way we saw him at big time events, like if I'm betting somebody in the top five, uh, Scotty, Rory, Victor, Sander, Jordan, it is probably victor and jordan
0: now those are the that's interesting those are the two guys that have come here the most too is that part yeah. of it at
1: all for you okay it, it is for jordan like victor is more just long-term <laughs> ascent and where he's at right now and, yeah. and obviously price compared to betting rory or scotty down at eight or nine to one or xander at 12 so getting both those guys at 16 to 18 feels uh, a lot better than betting either of the the big favorites at Kind of half that price. So if I'm if I'm putting my card together and I'm I'm going to be using some guys near the top. I do think right now, as how I looked at it this morning, it's probably gonna be Victor and Jordan, and then some mm. probably two guys in the middle of the pack. I'm gonna to have to separate and then obviously it's like there's no chance I'm not betting. Henley might be just Henley, it might be one guy in the middle of the pack and
0: then like Henley Jagger. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I bet Henley. Uh, I, I fired on Henley. Where, where are we at now? Um, there's still like very bettable numbers out here on Russell Henley, which is a mistake. Uh, Chris has the best in the market, actually. Domestics, 55s are the best. Uh, FanDuel and points bet, it looks like. Fanatics, uh, 62 and change on Chris. Uh, and I, I took a 60 early on Monday on Henley. And yeah, like you said, you can't you can't run anything here to not have Henley. Um, and this is the guy like, it feels like he should be coming here annually. I don't think he loves, maybe he doesn't like the three course rotation or maybe he doesn't like the pro-am elements, but I uh, had come here before in previous years, T-15 and 2018, uh, hasn't been here since the 19, uh, us open, but again, like just plays playing really good. Uh, like last year was awesome. He had like 14 of his 25 starts inside the top 20. Uh, he is six of the past seven inside the top 14 last time we saw him t4 at sony another short positional course he's going to put himself in position off the t he's awesome with his wedge and around the green game and even some of the poet stuff that we didn't put in the model uh he showed up well too just taking a look at it so yeah henley around 60 55s that are out there on Fanduel. i think still very very bettable and, and in terms of like middle tier guys absolutely love it
1: yeah and then he- Honestly, it might be Lucas Glover in the in the bombs <laughs> range. If yeah, two or two or three kind of bombs I'm looking at, because it, it it's gonna be what I've said. It's gonna be Henley, it's gonna be Vic, it's gonna be Jordy at this current juncture at these current prices. Jagger, very much in discussion. Henley's making it, but the, the bombs I'd be looking at outside of Glover. Somebody who popped up on the model, we made Svenson. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a four again, Foreman fit, Putnam probably more fit than form, but he, he looked good in some of the stuff I put together as well. And then maybe uh, another, another guy I go to, and this is, this is going to have to start being like a top 20 bet because I don't see Mark Hubbard winning this event.
0: I like Hubbard but, too. Yeah. But Hubbard,
1: Hubbard is on my bombs list for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. You know, we're not going to get a way down the board market this week. Um, although DraftKings does have a T40 market out there. interesting to see if anyone else jumps into uh T forty on a. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to numbers up
1: for that if I'm a book. Yeah,
0: seventy eight man field or whatever. So yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, I want to circle back. If well, I was talking to Feinberg last night, uh, and I'm gonna have massive, especially if you're on it too. Like I have, I, I don't know what to do with this. I'm gonna have masses like Aaron, uh, you know, Aaron Wise, except this, uh, except Hovland wins. Like I can't not have Hovlin tickets if like my friends are gonna have Hovlin tickets and he's going to like be competitive. So I didn't, uh, but, uh, and I really don't have room for it. I have to be kind of outstretching my allocation of uh, of funds because I went Morikawa. Morikawa should be coming to this event every year. I think your weather point is valid, but like the dude is nails inside. Like those approach ranges. He's good on POA. Uh, He's going to put himself in position off the tee. Yeah, like he got off to a really good start. It was one bad round. He's been playing really good golf. Like I waited, there were 22s at open. I'm like, no one's betting it. I thought it was going to go up and it went up. 25s popped and all of a sudden it crashed down to 16s in some spots. Uh, what's the best Morikawa number out there now? Um, 21 on Chris. 20 is the yeah. best domestic number. So I mean, it sat there for hours at 22. And then all of a sudden we saw a Caesars get out to 25, FanDuel out to 25, and then those uh, collapsed. So, yeah, Morikawa was my top of the board ad. I just I feel like this is just, you know, ball striking, wedge play, short game has been really good, California Pola. Just feels like a guy that should be competing on Pebble Beach every year. So I feel good at 25, and I think we're getting a discount because he, you know, missed the cut, kind of collapsing there on, uh, on Friday or Thursday, I guess that was. So. Yeah, the weather stuff makes me a little nervous, but yeah, then I jump down. Henley at 60 is my next, uh, my next, uh, shortest on the board because I, I did take some uh, bombs in terms of the odds board, but guys that I still think are, are awesome golfers. So, um, n- next for me is uh, is Adam Scott. Like, like, Scott's been playing really good, and and you know, we've he tells us that only a few handful of tournaments matter. Uh, I would think this would be one of them, but like, he's got. Inside the top seven, each of his past four starts. T7 last time, he played at Pebble, which is the U.S. Open. Nice success historically in California. Like, if you want to look at the West Coast stuff, like, he's won at Riv. That was his last win on tour. He's played really well historically at uh, at Torrey, which is really good. The Around the green stuff, short game, if you look at, like, percent of rounds gained, 75% of his past 50 rounds, which ties for the second-best mark in the field. Uh, he has gain strokes in short games so even when he's not dialed in he can kind of uh, figure it out and scramble a little bit but in terms of like short wedge stuff that's when he really is really good too so adam Scott at 80 I thought was was just too long uh let me see where that is uh now Let's see if there's any scott stuff 88 on 88 on chris uh, a lot of domestics are you know collapsed to fifty five 60 so yes yeah. so where did Scott come out for you I'm looking, looking
1: for Mr. Scott. TT. Right, number one, Scotty Scheffler. Ah, middle middle of the pack. He was kind okay. of down on some of, the, some of the granular stuff I used. I'm mean, going to have to look at my overall like, ratings for him, but the driving accuracy didn't seem to be too great. A couple nope. other things that uh, drug him down. And to your point to Morikawa too, I don't think it was super windy, but it was kind of cold and shitty at Harding Park, right? It was. It was like four years ago. I'm trying to remember, like, what was the weather like at the 2020 PGA? Like, fuck, I don't remember. I just, I do picture guys like wearing beanies and then being kind of gross because, yeah. even though it's later in the year, it's further up north. It's like the the Mark Twain saying. Wait, sometimes I've been to San Francisco in the summer, dude. It it sucked one day. Like, it was like shit. It is cold. How are we going to a baseball game today? This is awful.
0: Yeah, um, I used to have to go for work all the time, and it was like. Oh, you go to California? It must be nice. And it's like, well, it's Northern <laughs> California. It is sometimes really crappy up there, and yeah, uh, yeah it's I mean, it's gorgeous when it's nice. But yeah, it's I don't know. I, I think the Morikawa stuff with the weather is fair, uh, but it's, we'll see. I mean, the rest of it it's uh, fair, let's... but it might only be one round,
1: and you can make I mean, up you can make up for a lot with the the irons play over the other three. So I hate yeah. it. I, I don't hate it. That's yeah. that's pretty much pretty much all I have for. I don't know outrights I'm looking at right now. Obviously, I'll have the newsletter out tomorrow. I'll have some matchup stuff in that. We'll have some DFS talk. We'll have some one and done talk. Um, I'll leave a yeah. I'll leave that in the show notes too if you're not subscribed to the newsletter. Otherwise, it's right right on the homepage on BetSports Golf. If you want to go find that,
0: I got um, two more bombs for you that I want yeah, to get. Yeah, closing my... thoughts, last bombs. What do you got? Sep, uh, one ten on Straka. Um, been playing it's been playing really good golf. Uh, he again like missed the cut of the farmers but before that uh, past six starts all t twenty two other five are like top fourteen. there's a solo second of the hero again, like uh, the approach proximity ranges that I think matter small green stuff he he populated really well for me. He played really well around the greens too so uh, it was the first time last week in one round capture and strokes game that he lost more than a uh, 0.05 on approach since July's rocket mortgage next week. He went out and won a John Deere. So I uh, just, as a guy, I think is just better than maybe our longer baseline stuff is looking at. And then Brandon Todd. I, I, I like Todd here. He gave me a good spot last year. in Triple digits. Of course, T2. Course I like Todd. Yeah. I, I bet Todd often, to be honest. And uh, like, I mean, probably, like you said, probably a better finishing position bet than, than actual win here. But again, like one ten on Todd, uh gonna put himself in the fairway. Awesome around the green, really good on the short proximity stuff. You know, again competed in that field. He was T2 heading into the weekend at the century against this loaded field as well. We talked about it like he had a, like a temper tantrum and smashed his driver and busted it, and that ruined his weekend. And he uh he fell down the leaderboard. But the rest of the stuff was uh was pretty good. Now I'm not making any those big old greens at uh at the century or not comparison to what we have here at the uh you know at Pebble, but again played really well here last year has played well here historically. And I think he's just a better golfer than he used to be. So some of the other stuff too, with his you know, form and, and fit here, I think is, is better than maybe past results. So Todd probably finishing position bet. And if people aren't wanting to sprinkle down the board at triple digit guys, but that's all who's winning. So I wanted to have a couple of in them. Uh, Step and Todd are my guys. That'll be, that'll be my, my pro
1: proclamate proclaim. I almost said the, the word. There wasn't even a word proclamation for the week somebody is winning this like 40, 40 to one or under like we're, we're getting it. It might not be a favorite. It might not, it might not be, you know, uh, Rory. It might not be Scotty, but it is going to be a shorter. We're not having a hundred to one or win. I'm sorry about your bets. You just made i more claiming, proclaiming them dead losers, but it we're going to get it. We're finally going to get it. It's not, gonna uh, it's
0: be outright it. betting. They're almost always guaranteed to be like yeah. stone cold losers. It's what, you know, it's what happens. That's, okay. that, that's
1: the thing when you're betting someone at 100 to one you're expecting it to lose so a thousand percent so, such is life and yep. yeah let's hope it's vic you're gonna have to bet him you're gonna have to bet uh, him just to join it's gonna be a group play so all, right.
0: I all probably right. just we'll do a full unit uh sizing on that i might just you know so i have a ticket yeah small bet on vic yeah yeah
1: all right. So yeah. Like, uh, like Noonan said, in the show notes, in the YouTube description, there's a link to how to get everything. Bet Golf Premium for five bucks a month from Vivid. There is the link to the free trial from our partners at Pool Genius to check out their one and done tool. There's a link to Ron's preview for the week. There's links to find all of us on Twitter. Um, and obviously, check out betsportsgolf.com for everything else. And we'll see you next week for the Wampo.
0: boots in the ground for Andy?
1: Hopefully. I still haven't got tickets or I haven't got plane tickets. I'm a last minute kind of guy. I'm trying to get down there though. So see you guys.